What's up, everyone? Thanks for lending your ears and spending some time in my corner of the internet. My name is Ryan Kramer, host of this new show that we're launching called Crossover Commerce. What's up, everyone? This is Ryan Kramer from Ping Pong Payments. This is our show, e-commerce or uh, crossover commerce. I can't even get the name right. In the small, already my third episode. So, uh, crossover commerce. Uh, I I'm Ryan Kramer. I work for Ping Pong Payments, and what we are is a digital FX company helping people save their money when they sell online. Uh, the whole point of the show, and to kind of reiterate, uh, kind of what we do on a day to day basis, is I want people in the e-commerce community to gain knowledge and level up their experience and their knowledge and how to take their business to the next level. Um, I'm very fortunate to know people in the space that do this for a living. Uh, I personally did not sell on Amazon, but I know a lot of people who do. So this is kind of an unbiased approach of bringing people into the space to educate themselves on what to do to uh, you know expand that either you know worldwide empire or uh, if you want to just you know sell on Amazon for a living or sell on e-commerce for a living. But my guest today, I'm super excited about, uh, is Paul Barron. Paul is actually. Uh, runs chat marketing university is a seller online. He has a really long list of, for his resume, very well known in the community uh, for Amazon sellers. And I'm super happy to have him on board to kind of talk about uh, what many chat is. If that's kind of a hot button, you know, word that is used around the community, uh, what chatbots are and actually how to use those to take, you know, time and effort off of your plate and to help grow your business. So Paul, why don't you enter yourself? Uh, thanks for joining today. Yeah, man. Uh, so good to be here in the middle of, you know, quarantine lockdown <laughs> exactly we were just talking about like how our kids are adapting I, I love you know how everyone's handling this differently but you know it doesn't stop people from selling online so this is more of a you know uh you know unprecedented time but there's been so much going on right like uh right. amazon just announced prime day which is really cool right. uh q4 is just around the corner so i know you're excited and getting geared up with your students and what you do so maybe yeah. kind of talk us through you know, the basics, like who you are as a, as an entrepreneur, um, what you do and f uh, focus on and specialize in and kind of what, you know, what we can do to like take our business to the next level. Yeah. So my background is pretty varied. Um, I actually do not have a college degree. Um, I went to school for really, pastoral, yeah, I went to school for pastoral leadership. Um, okay. In 2002, um, I, it was in Australia and that was when the economy took a giant downturn. I mean, one of what, that was 2002, um, then 2008. And um, I just couldn't afford to get back to school. So I didn't, I never finished my program. And oh, I was wow. stuck, yeah, stuck in America. And I always had like this knack for marketing and always did a little entrepreneurial ventures. You know, when I was younger, I would, uh, I live in Colorado. So, you know, skiing is a big deal here. And, um, you know, nowadays you can get a ski ticket, like a lift ticket for a day is like $120. It's absurd. Yeah. But, it's going up a lot. I know a lot of people are not happy about that. <laughs> it's insane. I mean, when I was a kid though, you can get them for like 20 bucks. And so if I wanted to go skiing and it snowed, I would just shovel enough sidewalks to get enough money to go skiing. Um, and that, that's how I would pay for, for skiing. And I had like a little, uh, lawn mowing business and, um, but I wanted to go into, in a ministry and like helping people like do missions work and stuff abroad. And so that's why I did the degree in, in pastoral leadership. And so fast forward to 2002, came home, got stuck in America and just was kind of cast adrift. I didn't really know what was going on. Like I, you know, like you, when you're young, 
you sort of assume that life has like this upward trajectory, like up until it gets better from here. Exactly. And everything is better. It's all. And then all of a sudden you hit, you know, bumps in the road and um, everything I had to like, you know, reset. I, I didn't want to get a degree because I didn't, I wanted to help people for a living. I'm like, you don't need a degree for that. Um, so, it's true. <laughs> so I bounced around job, you know, job to job to job, had to like sales jobs, but the entrepreneurial thing coming up. Um, and I started like a, a web development company back before I knew what web development was. It was no, it was web design. And I was, um, that was when I learned how to code barely. Um, I did a, a videography company. I had to borrow all the equipment because I never, I didn't even own cameras. And it was like all this stuff that I was always doing. So all that to say, I've been in business and I've failed multiple businesses. And I can't even necessarily say that they're businesses, only that they were registered with the state <laughs> as, as business. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> so you're a legit. You're a legit business right, entrepreneur. Totally. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't do the quarterly tax reports or whatever. I don't even know any of that stuff. Um, but five years ago, so uh, we'll fast forward to five years ago. Um I, I started a business with my wife on Amazon after about five to 10 years of actual marketing experience. And um, I had gotten hired at a company um, about a decade ago, um, promoted a bunch to be the uh, channel manager. And I really learned a lot about SEO and marketing and digital marketing and um, combining like my entrepreneurial you know, spirit and stuff. Um, I just, I loved helping entrepreneurs and I had always wanted to start my own business and I had to, I was basically, I had to be forced out. I mean, I was actually fired from my job. Um, long story oh, wow. with that, but that was a good thing because it, it gave me the necessary push that I needed to kind of have confidence in myself. Um, I started my own web development firm and marketing firm. A year later, we launched on Amazon and we sort of at, at least when we, when we first launched, I, I'd assume like we were sort of picking a placeholder product, like something that we were going to start with and then add stuff down the road. Um, but long story short, like we really built a name for ourselves in, in the space that we're in, um, over the last, let's see, four or five years, we've been on the Rachel Ray show. Um, I got to meet Barbara Corcoran in person, which is awesome. We had a consultation with her. That's awesome. Um, I mean, if you're a fan of shark tank, like she's, she's amazing. Exactly. I mean, exactly. Like that's the, what is it? Thursday nights now? I forget what day they they like throw around. she's investing in so many different businesses and everything like those people touch like obviously it's it says a lot about you as a business person if they want to consult and talk to you and i was i was stoked i mean we won we won ten thousand dollars as a part of this thing but for me the bigger prize was meeting with barbara corcoran and we've had the like privilege of partnering with some olympians and different things in various like marketing deals and um it's just been i really feel blessed because yeah we've worked our asses off and it's been a hard road but it's really good to see like um when you do something and you do it right then you can reap the reap the benefits and you know we're still normal people i mean we, we don't live in a lavish house it's like 1300 square feet. you don't drive you don't drive you know lavish cars or yeah live in a mansion or anything like that no. that's that's perfectly fine yeah all the money goes back into the business and and other businesses and so uh we started the amazon in the amazon world five years ago um, three years ago, I started experimenting with bots, uh, chat bots, cause they had just come out. Um, well not just come out, but, uh, Facebook had opened the API. You could actually build chat bots using messenger and so sure. I started experimenting with messenger back in the day, found out that, uh, there was 
no one was really doing anything with them. I couldn't find anything, any information online to learn. And so I was just kind of going it alone. And my big um, aha moment came when uh, I ran this contest that we got 1500 subscribers in five days and it cost, it was about like, it was like a penny per subscriber and I was blown Which in the digital marketing world is like super, super cheap. Like it's unheard of yeah. unless it's free. Free is the only other way to beat that. Yeah, it's insane. It was absolutely insane. I mean, granted, I learned a lot in that. Like we, we, I learned a lot about targeting. We didn't really um, have our lead magnet very well targeted. We didn't have uh, a bunch of stuff, but um, still out of that list, like that was my big push into, I really want to figure out how I can use this in my business more specifically, you know, getting reviews on Amazon, launching products on Amazon and really building that list so that I could do that more effectively and cost effectively in the future. And that led me to starting at the time it was called messenger bot university had two partners and um, they've since over the past year and a half, they had backed out and just focused on their brands. Um, mm-hmm. actually just got a text prior to this from one of my former partners. He was asking me about Amazon sales today. Um, <laughs> So I still keep in touch with them and have rebranded awesome. it to Chat Marketing University because the future of marketing, I really believe, is is really chat-based, whether it's like voice search with Alexa or using a chatbot of some type, whether it's on your website or in Messenger or WhatsApp or even in Instagram. Um, all the signs are pointing that all the major carriers, every everybody is pushing towards uh, making chat, chat marketing like a, a big deal. So that's what I want to go through today is explain people um, – give give people some tools that they can leverage in their business that they haven't yet. And um, the the tools that I am going to give are actually designed so that you do the work now and it's evergreen and you don't have to pay for those leads. Um, they're you Absolutely. Know, people, your packaging inserts and that sort of stuff. So I'm going to dive in. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And just for everyone who may not know what a chatbot is, for example, uh, obviously you'll have a definition and whatnot, but by and large, everyone, this is going to run through Facebook Messenger, or I'm assuming you can take this kind of model and apply it to any time that you would typically have like a messenger or like through Instagram, like how you can message different accounts back and forth. You yourself are the one who is typically typing this out. Chat bots by definition are something that are pre-designed so that they go into a flow. If this, then this is by the most you know, basic definition. So yeah, why don't you kick us off and we'll, we'll go through it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So let's turn my screen. All right. So you should see my, okay, cool. So you can see my second screen. Yep. I got you. All right. There we go. All right. So you should see that during your Amazon business with chatbots. There you go. Yep. I got you. Cool. So um, there are a ton of different Facebook Messenger bot platforms out there. I use ManyChat, and uh, that's the reason why I use it. They're by far the best funded. Um, they have the, the biggest, the best tool suite. And they are a Messenger bot or a Messenger marketing automation platform. And according to them, Messenger marketing automation or Messenger bots is the act of leveraging mobile chat platforms such as Facebook Messenger, to facilitate conversations and commerce with prospects and customers. And chatbots are, in a nutshell, like you said, Ryan, uh, chatbots, and when we talk about chatbots right now, I'm, I'm in specifically Facebook Messenger because this is what we have the ability to work now. 
Uh, they are a series of predefined messages in Facebook Messenger that is triggered by a predefined action. So um, what that means is that you set up on your end um, how everything is designed. And the way that I like to um, give an analogy, it's like a your own adventure story. You say, like you said, Ryan, if this, then that. For example, one predefined action could be clicking on a Facebook ad or visiting a URL in one of your inserts. At the end of this exactly. presentation, I have a URL that you guys can download stuff and go through a chatbot too. So those predefined messages are called flows and you can direct the customer dynamically through different flows based on their responses to multiple choice type questions. So it kind of looks like this on the right. Um, it's a little bit pixelated. I apologize for that. That's what you see on the building side in many chat as the admin on the left-hand side is what your customer would see. So you see, we, we have like these decision trees and typically you could either have like, yes, no other, or yes, yes, no. But the point is that you have a goal, right? So in this, let's say I'm wanting to get a quote with, you know, flow from progressive and I can easily get a quote using the chatbot. And so that's one of the cool things and why people like using chatbots is because it helps it, it helps them or helps us as customers get to where we're wanting to go in a lot easier manner uh, without having to, you know, wait on hold and talk to customer support and all that stuff. So some of the things that I use uh, chatbots for as an Amazon seller are post-purchase funnels. And inside those post-purchase funnels, so that would be something where you, like you have an insert or in, you know, any of your packaging, you can drive people to, uh, you know, sign up for your list, You're doing like a giveaway of some type, you know, warranty registration, et cetera. And in those, in those funnels, we gather our customers' information. Uh, like I said, we have, you know, product warranty registrations or maybe freebie re redemptions. And we're getting our customer information because, um, as you all know, when you sell on Amazon, Amazon owns the customer. Unless that customer chooses to interact with you and chooses to give you their details, they are, they're still Amazon customer. When they, when they buy an Amazon, they're Amazon customer. So the goal is to build your own customer list so that you're not at uh, whims of Amazon whenever you, you know, launch product or, um, you know, are, are sending out sneak peeks or your blogs or whatever, what have you. Um, my big focus is to build, is, a, is to build a massive list of people that love us. Um, and one of the ways that we do that is providing still our customer service because people love working with chatbots. Uh, we also use them for launching new products, like I said, and uh, typically when we launch products, we're, we're ROI positive, meaning that we're not in the hole. Uh, I am not a fan of giveaways, the 100% giveaway, which is kind of in vogue right now. I think that they definitely serve their place when you're getting started. You know, you don't have an audience yet, but there's no reason that you should be losing money on product launches. Uh, when you're an established seller and you have a brand that's established. Other things that I use them for would be like rank maintenance. Uh, rank maintenance would be, let's say that your ranking is slipping for, uh, let's say I sold stainless steel tumblers and I'm just slipping for a few keywords. We can trick the traffic to just increase the sales so that we increase rank over time. Um, you know, I said contest giveaways, sharing content, creating genuine engagement. There's tons and tons and tons more that you can do. Absolutely. And like everyone else knows, Amazon's super strict in how do you interact with that customer? Like you had mentioned before, Paul, that customer is by definition, Amazon's, they have a strict TOS compliance of even how you can ask for 
you know, even reviews or asking people to, you know, if there's problems, there's so many guidelines and it's a very long list of how you can interact with people. This is something that for more often than not, a seller has more control over because obviously the packaging is theirs. Um, it's not hinging, you know, infringing on those terms of services. It's actually prompting the customer, you know, if they choose to opt into this kind of messaging, them reaching out on their own behalf. It's not, you know, unsolicited reach out to customer and for lack of a better word, you know, make them angry or, you know, things like that. Exactly. Spamming is a good word. I would, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. And this is obviously as an Amazon seller, you still need to understand the rules of the platform that we sell on Amazon being, you know, one of them specifically. And then when we work within Facebook, we need to know what we can and can't do. So, you know, there's a general TOS stuff that you always want to pay attention to. Like you can't, I mean, you never should require, um, a review in exchange for a free product or any sort of incentive like that will get you banned all the time. If that's something um, you need to look at the product quality because if people aren't leaving reviews, you probably have an issue with product quality, brand experience or customer experience. And mm-hmm. it's not, in my opinion, no review problem is actually a review problem. It's just one of those other three. So reasons again, um, I mentioned earlier when we were starting out that, that experience that I had, you know, 1500 people signing in five days, um, that was massive. I mean, it was really inexpensive to build a list. But another reason why um, I'm excited about building lists on Messenger and people ask, well, why not use email marketing? And I, we do. We use it all. This isn't, I'm not saying that you need to switch everything to bots. No, it's like this is another channel that you should be using. Exactly. Inside email, uh, standard open rate for e-commerce industry is 15 and two-thirds percent versus inside Messenger, Open rates are typically 80 to 90% with a well-maintained list. Um, and that's even with a well-maintained list with email. Um, these are, you know, emailing them, you know, once a week or, you know, you're not, you know, letting them grow cold. So massive, massive difference in open rates. And then the biggest difference really is the click-through rate. On email, the average open rate for an e-commerce industry is 2%, just over 2%. In Messenger, the average is on the low end 20%. Um, on the high comfortable end that I say generally anybody can get would be 40%. Sometimes we see open rates up, uh, click through rates rather between 60 and 70%. I mean, it's just massively different. So let's break this down by the numbers, right? So in mm-hmm. order to get 500 clicks, if you're building an email list, you would need either 12,000 seven. Wow. That's a, that's a new number. 12,000, <laughs> Apparently there we I got, go. I got seven happy there. Um, 12, <laughs> people <laughs> at double the click through rate. Okay, so if I was being generous, generous, you need about twelve thousand at double click through rate. Um, yep. Versus the standard click through rate, you need twenty five thousand people on that list. And we all know that sometimes building an email list, depending on how you do it, it can be a bit of a slog. And getting twenty five thousand people on that list, I mean, um, you've got to have a substantial more you know, higher number of sales just to get 25,000 people on that list versus with messenger. Um, the numbers are substantially lower. You have about, it was basically a 10. So it's about 10 times more profitable on messenger just because of those, the numbers and the click through rates. So like I said, it, the click through rates are phenomenal. Um, this is a screenshot from one of the accounts that we manage, you know, um, various broadcasts they would send out or sequences that people are going through. 
and you can see the open rates are almost 100% across the board. And then the lowest open rate was 67%. And that's, and just to be clear, that open rate is the initial click to get into the, you know, the sequence, correct? Right. Yeah. So the open rate would be anytime anybody opened the first, the, the first message that was sent to them. The click through rate is sure. anytime they click on any button or link inside the flow. So that's, mm -hmm. about, yeah, 67%. Um, we have a lot more detailed metrics inside the flows. You can look at like specifically which links are clicked over what other links. And you can do a lot of split testing if you're nerdy like that, like I am. Um, <laughs> but this is a screenshot. This is a uh, year ago. So I need to get more updated stuff. I just haven't changed these out because I've had these in this presentation for a while. But you can see, um, you know, massive amount of subscribers in just a short window of time there. Uh, 839 subscribers. This one has 1,500 subscribers in about five days. Um, here you see like the the big jumps over time. That's when we would run different promotions, and then like the slow increases are just evergreen people adding adding in evergreen. Um, same with this one. Big jumps over time. Really short period of time between the 12th and the 20th. There is 400 people that signed up. I mean the list goes on and on. And one of the reasons why another reason why I love using messenger in addition to open rates, in addition to, um, you know, click through rates, in addition to the fact that it's, you know, cost effective to build lists on is that there's 1.3 billion people every month who are actually active and use Facebook messenger, um, which is a massive amount of, of people. And this is, this data is taken from a survey that Facebook conducted back in 2016. So, uh, right now, I would say that the number for that has definitely gone up because of COVID. Um, there is there are tons of news stories about how ton you know people are now using messaging apps like you know things that I used all the time as an entrepreneur. Like you know, well, Zoom isn't a messaging app, but you know, Zoom went through the roof. Messenger is going through the roof. WhatsApp's going through the roof. Instagram Direct, TikTok, all of those things are going through the roof because people are actively using Messenger to communicate with their friends when they can't see them in person. So this number Absolutely. is, is I would is pretty low now for 2020. Um, I'm just waiting on an updated uh, survey to get better numbers from. Additionally, 64% of people that were polled in the survey said that they prefer direct messages over emails or phone calls. And the way that I like to think of things like this is it's just how I work. Um, I don't know if you're like me, Ryan, but um, I actually have on my voicemail, if you call me, uh, to send me a text because it sometimes it takes me like two weeks to listen to my voicemail. Like, oh yeah, hundred percent. And that and that's the thing is like I think a lot of people will send it. I think generally too, I love it when if they send only one instance to me, like a text, or if they call and they it's a miss, you know, miss call, and then they freak out on there and they're like, well, why didn't you get back with me? Either a they didn't leave another kind of prompt, whether it's a voicemail or a text, like you're saying, or they they just assume that you know, you got the message and you just want to not interact with them or something like that, where there's that miscommunication. So a hundred percent is what I, I do that as well. Yeah. So direct messaging can take the, the form of, you know, SMS or messenger or WhatsApp, but you know, you get the gif, the gist people prefer that because it's a lot um, shorter shorthand communication. Like when I call people, it's honestly because I've been texting like five or six times back in a row, we're going back. I'm like, let's, I'm just going to call you. <laughs> Let's just chat, like actually chat, human to human. <laughs> right. And that's when I call people. The only other times that I get calls are from like my mom or my dad, my wife. Uh, but even then she'll text me or spammers. Like I get more calls from spammers than I do from people that I actually know. 
Yes, 100%. <laughs> Especially now. It's so it's sad. Right, yeah. It's, it's either text or, yeah, you, you see how many spams come across and until you get to, like, a friend or a colleague, and you're like, man, this is sad. <laughs> right. It's fun. Um, 53% of people in this survey also said that they would be more likely to shop with a taking message directly. And, again, it comes back to thinking through the eyes of your consumers, thinking through the eyes of your customers. You need to make paths for them to communicate with you easily in the means and methods that they prefer to communicate with their friends. That's all marketing is, is being in the spot where people are and communicating with them how they want to be communicated with. Pardon me. So here is um, a graphic from Facebook. They had just updated, I think about a month or two ago. Um, They have for messenger, they have three things considering converting and connecting. And all this comes down to the fact that, when people are considering um, purchasing from a business, 35% of people that are considering will ask a business a question. They'll ask store hours or location or inventory. Um, when people are in the process of converting, so purchasing, 34% are going to make or confirm an appointment. 33% make or purchase or place an order and all through Messenger. And then connecting, 30% people say that they want to provide feedback about a business. So think feedback as in product improvement, product reviews, customer service feedback, um, the list goes on and on. And connecting, again, sharing products or photos of products would be user-generated content. I have a whole nother talk that I do and a whole nother line of, um, I don't want to say service, but uh, I have a talk on nano-influencers and leveraging nano-influencers and and how you can use chat marketing to build lists, to build your influencer base on Instagram so that people are promoting your products, you know, 24 seven for you. And this is something that we've done kind of in tandem with messenger. Like we weren't doing it together. We've, we've recently kind of melded those worlds. Um, but yeah, this, this is a program that we've done in our business for about three, three and a half years. And it's one of the reasons why we can sell for twice the cost of our nearest competitors on Amazon and maintain that price because of the, the quality of our, of our products or customer service, that user experience, the social proof that people are, Everyone says we're the best. You know, when when you're looking for something, um, social proof is huge, especially if you've never bought a product like that. So whether it's a review on Amazon or people talking about you on Instagram, it's massive. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Couple things to know. So when you want to set up a ManyChat account, you can just go straight to ManyChat.com. You can sign up for a free account, or if you want, you can click my link, cmu.live/ManyChat. That's an affiliate link, and it just gives me, I think it was like $2 if you sign up. But if you don't want to give me money, I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> you can just do it. Go straight to ManyChat. Um, but it's it's free to start. Um, if you use a pro account with ManyChat, uh, it's only $10 a month. And there are so many features. Basically, every single funnel that I build requires a pro feature, um, such as like adding things to Google Sheets or alerting admins when people need help. Um, when you're setting this up, it will connect to your Facebook profile. So you have to have a Facebook profile and you have to have a business page set up. So you'll verify it's going to use messenger to connect those things. And you can use one many, many chat account, um, per Facebook page, but you can add several users to manage that Facebook page. So how that works is you sign up for an account. Let's say you run three or four brands. You would need a one many chat account per brand that you run just because all of those subscribers for that page are that page's subscribers. You can't 
um, take those subscribers and put them into another page. Now you can cross promote. You can send out, you know, broadcasts or messages from one page about another page. And I can get into that later if people have questions, but um, that's the basics right there. Um, When you're signing up, it's pretty straightforward. Um, There's a demographic questionnaire, like who are you? How many employees? Is this a test account, a real account? It'll ask you to verify and connect to your Facebook page. Um, You want to choose yes. This will be used for an actual business unless you actually are using it for training. Um, (laughs) Answer the rest of those questions. Click continue. Then you want to go to settings or users. If you have multiple team members, you can invite them to be an admin on the account, an editor, just a live chat agent. So let's say you have an army of customer service VAs and you want them to answer customer service questions inside ManyChat, you can invite them all and they can all have their own link and they can only be, you know, have the permission to, to just help with live chat. Um, once you do that, it generates a link. You send them that link and they have to click on it within 24 hours. Um, they'll have to log in via Facebook just like you. They'll have to have a Facebook account. Um, but it's really, really, really intuitive. And um, again, like I have trainings on this. If you if you want, you can um, hit me up afterwards and I can send you the links to those. Those are, I have some free trainings and I also have, you know, paid trainings. Plus, Google's a great tool. If you need help with that, you can always just Google. Other things that you're going to do when you're setting up your account You'll need to set up billing if you're going to be going to a paid account. I mean, this is straightforward. You know, every software as a service has this. Answer those demographic questions. Set up your billing credit card. Um, and then one other setting that I do inside inside live chat, I choose uh, that any message starts a conversation. And I also choose this option that says show team member name and profile picture. Because how that works is that, um, let's say somebody has a question and they're not they're they're not used to t- talking with a chat bot. They don't understand they're supposed to tap a button and they just reply something. When they send that message, if you choose that option that says any message starts a conversation, that will send you an alert. Uh, ManyChat has an app that you can download on your phone, and I love it because then I can see like you know real time if my if if I need to answer or if my team's answering, like I can sort of follow along. Um, it's it's really really it's just better customer service the other cool thing that show team member name it shows when a real person is taking over a bot and it'll say paul Barron um via uh you know chat marketing university or on behalf of chat marketing university it's pretty cool awesome and believe it or not a lot of people interact with that probably more as a trust factor they're smart they know like these bots that exist out there but if they're talking to a human too you need to know that when that when they're actually you know, is a situation you, you come across. So yeah, that's really cool. Exactly. And it's, it is, it is really cool. I love that feature because just like you said, Ryan, like, um, people love feeling like they're being made special. Like everybody, every human wants to feel heard, wants to be noticed, wants to feel like their contributions to the world or whatever matter, whether it's the world or what it is that they're doing, they want to feel like they matter. A good way to do that is just, provide good customer service and hop on answer questions as a person showing people that it's you versus a bot will do that. Well, yeah. hundred percent help. So um, I'm going to go through the dashboard here on the left. Okay. And so I'm going to break down kind of what, once you log in, what each one of these little options here, you have dashboard, audience, growth tools, live chat, broadcasting, all that stuff. I'll go through and explain what these are 
and uh, give you a high-level overview so you can get up and running quickly. So the dashboard gives you an overview of your bot. It shows you how many connections you have, how many people have signed up are subscribers for Messenger, how many people are subscribers for the SMS channel, and how many people are subscribers to the email channel. Because ManyChat, you can send SMS and email in addition to Messenger. And say whether or not you choose to use ManyChat to send SMS or email, you can still get subscribers for those other channels. So let's say you use like Klaviyo for for email, um, which is huge in the e-commerce world. You can still get people to sign up, and there's a native integration to Klaviyo inside ManyChat that you can add people to list. It's pretty sweet. Um, it also shows you your number of active subscribers are, who your new subscribers are. It gives you some demographic data like language and gender, and it gives you a quick content overview and quick links to just recently modified flows. So let's say you have a team member that's building a flow. Uh, you can just go in and see which ones have been edited recently and then go back um, without having to do three or four more clicks. Under your audience tab, there is a, uh, a ton of data here. Um, you have, obviously, there's your, your subscribers there that you have a picture of them. That's their Facebook avatar, their name, um, their status, when they subscribed, and then let's say you want to do like a filter. Uh, that filter in search is really powerful because you can filter it down based on, say, um, how long they've you know how long they've opted in or what lead magnet they opted into your funnel with, and so on and so forth. Growth tools is basically everything that you use as a um, kind of a lead magnet type thing. That's why it has the magnet. It's how you get people to sign up into your bot, and it's the contact. And you know, entry point for for most for most people. So we have overlay widgets, embeddable widgets. Those two top ones are ways that you can get people to sign up using your website. And so that would be you know like a a bar on the top of your website or a slide in thing. I'm sure you've seen it where you can control like at 30% scroll, have this thing slide in with an offer. Other growth tools, they they have a landing page which is not. It's basically just a sign up for Messenger. It's not super robust like ClickFunnels or anything, so you can't use it like that. But if you just want to send people to a landing page to get them to sign up with just that, that's what that is. The ref URL is a link, and I'm going to be talking about that during this presentation and how you can use that in inserts and emails, uh, et cetera, to get people to sign up for your Messenger account. Facebook comments are... And Facebook comments 2.0, that's a new version, but Facebook comments are basically an automated response that when someone comments on a specific post, you can have your bot automatically message them, which is super cool because let's say uh, you want to do a contest and you want, you're doing a holiday contest or Thanksgiving and you could say, you know, for Black Friday, we're going to be giving away 10, you know, stainless steel tumblers. Um, we're going to randomly pick, you know, from people who tell us their favorite Thanksgiving memory. Um, and then we'll message you, you know, once you tell us your memory, we'll message you and give you details on the, on the giveaway. So people comment, they tell you their favorite holiday Thanksgiving memory, your bot automatically responds to that comment with a predefined message that you set up. You know, let's say again, it's like a standard giveaway phone where you say, Hey Paul, thanks for commenting. We're so excited to, to see you, you know, your interest in our giveaway. Um, for more details, click get started below or something like that. They go through the funnel, you capture their data, you get a subscriber. Um, it's a super cool tool tool. 
Facebook ads, JSON is basically a way that you can run uh, Facebook ads. And that's pretty, I, I can go into a little bit more depth on that. But there's another way that you can set up Facebook ads. If you see there on the left, there's that ads button there. A QR mm -hmm. code is just like the Messenger if you're all but a scannable thing. Uh, customer chat is embeddable on your website. And the checkbox is also embeddable on your website. So um, think of it, let's say somebody's checking out on your on your cart. And you want to say, send me updates in Messenger and that checkbox that's what that does. Nice. So obviously like that, that's a lot of interactive tools where you yourself not only just like interact with your client or your mm -hmm. potential customer, but you can basically gather more information about who they are, where they're coming from, how to incentivize them to move them down that funnel, which is ultimately what Mandy Chat is for is making them convert, but also utilize their information that they're providing willingly. Again, this is not something that they have to interact with. Um, but it's certainly something where you can get more data and more information to know who your customer is at the end of the day. Exactly. Um, and I, I basically divide them into like website type widgets. So customer chat, I don't know why they don't just have that under embeddable widget because it is embeddable. It's like an on-site thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, there's like on-site things and then like the advertising things and, and others. And I actually use Messenger Ref URL, Facebook comments and Facebook ads the most. Out of, out of all of these. Um, the cool thing about those embeddable widgets and the overlay widgets is once you set them up, they're running all the time. Um, and it doesn't, it's, doesn't take hardly any time to set them up. Pretty cool. Nice. Is uh, where you basically see the ongoing conversations that you have with your subscribers. Um, you have a open and a done uh, tab. So over there we see you have six open conversations. So as you win the last uh interaction with so uh anthony zot uh there he says bot test that's a part of one of the funnels that we had that that you say bot test and then it goes through this whole fun silly little, little <laughs> um i don't know if that's still active so if you sign up for my bot um you could try it it may still be active i don't know what'll happen so <laughs> that was like a year and it a half. might all explode we don't know we don't know go I'm out there like, now test it see yeah. what happens I might, I, I, might be, I might be doing that afterwards. I mean, I have so many lead magnets because we've been doing this for two or three years. Um, I'll get people going through one and I'm like, how did you find that? That was like, <laughs> it was like two and a half years ago. Um, all, all the data in this funnel is super old. Don't here, follow the new one. Um, <laughs> but live chat really takes the place of if you have the Facebook app on your phone, the Facebook pages, which they just updated today to business suite. I don't know if you saw that. I did, yeah. I know yeah. Facebook's pushing a lot of, you know, last, you know, updates recently. I know that Instagram uh, changed in their layouts, so I'm yeah. assuming their whole suite's getting updated. Instagram's changing so that now you can connect with people directly on Messenger, which is super cool. Which is super uh, cool. I mean, they they announced that. I mean, over shoot, that was like 2018, I think, um, that they announced that that they were going to be making it um, unifying those, those channels. And I think that's really what they're doing. That's why they're calling it business suite because it's yep. not just a page you're managing your Instagram profile and your business page. 100%. Uh, but coming back to live chat, um, I use live chat to manage all of our messaging interactions instead of the native apps with Facebook, because the native messaging apps inside Facebook are garbage. Um, it's super, it's super confusing. You can't 
like it puts all of your sent messages in the same it's it's not organized you can't organize it yet you can't really organize it. it's really confusing plus like i said many chat has a nice app that whenever you get a message it will alert you and um i've actually turned off notifications for the pages app because of like there's a bazillion pages that i'm either an admin on or something and i only want specific alerts so live chat's really really good um broadcasting you see it's divided into paid and just paid messages and broadcasts and think of a broadcast as sending an email to your list and if you are in the if you're familiar with many chat if you're familiar with messenger and you're watching all this and you're like okay this is old news um you're you know that there are rules around when we can broadcast people um within messenger and i'm gonna i'll get to those and i'll explain a little bit more around them but basically the difference is here with a broadcast you can send messages to people that have interacted with your bot in the last 24 hours you can send any message that to them so let's say they they come into one of your flows where they're registering a product and you want to upsell them to something you have 24 hours to do that that you can do that for free Really, the name of the game is don't annoy people. Like Ryan said earlier, don't spam people. If you're spamming people, they're going to report you as a spammer, and you're at risk of losing your account. If you're annoying people, you're not serving them. If you're annoying people, you're serving yourself. And the whole name of e-commerce is to serve your customers more effectively and the best, better than anybody else, and that's how you make money. If all, you're, if all you care about is pushing sales, pushing sales, pushing sales to the point where you're just running through people and your and your list is always doing like a um, roller coaster because you're having people sign up and then they get pissed and then they unsubscribe. You're doing it wrong. So broadcasting is where we can send a, uh, a message to people. Automation has flows, keywords, sequences, and rules. And inside uh, automation, the number one thing that you're going to be using is flows. And that little screenshot there is kind of what the inside of a flow use, looks like using their flow builder keywords are um keyword triggers like i tell my my people when they subscribe that if you ever need help just say help or i need help it'll alert the admins and a real person will pop on so that's what a keyword is a sequence is something that you can subscribe subscribe people to that they get delivered messages um in a sequence like triggered by time so once they're in it so let's say you want to have them get a message every um, 12 hours or every 18 hours or something like that. That's what the sequence would look like. So think of it again like an email sequence. And rules are basically um, kind of getting a little bit more nerdy and maybe gritty, gritty here is uh, <laughs> let's say that you have somebody sign up or you want to have a rule that when somebody finishes this flow, they go into that flow or um, when they purchase this, you get alerted. That's what a rule would be. So like if a tag is applied, it alerts an admin like that's what rules are. Right. So if someone's like customer service or like, hey, what's the update on this? You can instantly intersect and help yep. them out with the specific edit. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's, there's there's a lot more nerdy ways to use rules, which is how I use them. But um, yeah, that's it in a nutshell. And then ads is a direct integration to Facebook's ads. The The reason why you'd want to use this instead of using the Facebook advertising suite is this, this has um, a little bit better reporting on ROI because it'll show you like, Anytime somebody makes a purchase, you can attract a conversion, attach a conversion event to it, and you'll be able to set up a full ad, click to message ad inside ManyChat, and have it published on your Facebook account um, right there. Settings, there's a ton of stuff. Obviously, I'm not going to go through all of it, 
um, because you guys are smart people. But, you know, <laughs> general live chat, growth tools, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to be walking you through um, one of our post-purchase flows here. So I'm going to stop sharing my screen so that I can get that set up. Bear with me here. And that's what we're going to be giving you today is I'm going to give you a couple different flows. And they're both um, post-purchase, meaning that um, when you set them up, the way that I have them designed is to be um, like in an insert. And I am a huge nerd. I save inserts from companies that I get <laughs> because I look at like, it's like this one says, congratulations, and URL, <laughs> enter this code. Um, you did it. It's like those motivational posters and stuff right. like that. <laughs> this is a pretty standard um, insert. Like most Amazon sellers um, have this one. I don't really, I'm not really a fan of this because this you could get in trouble with happy, unhappy. Right. You're not the, allowed. The ranking. Yeah. yeah. You're not allowed to do that. Um, you're not allowed to filter reviews based on experience. If Amazon catches you doing that, they'll suspend your account. Um, this one was for, what was this for? Oh, my Sonicare, my toothbrush. They have this cool little like scan this code sort of thing. And you can enter it to get your warranty. Um, this one is fantastic. I love this one. So this came because we have kids and, you know, they're like three and six. Um, this was a just a sheet, a waterproof sheet protector. And I love this because it says... The packaging is simple. What's inside is simply great. Waterproof sheet protector, very, very simple. Like this packaging maybe cost them 10, 30 cents, 20, 10, 20, 30 cents. I don't know, not that much. And the cool thing is their insert is really clever too because they have truth or dare. And like right there, like that's super intriguing. You instantly, yeah, you instantly want to open that up and you're like, come yeah, on, don't, don't test me. I'm truth. in. <laughs> truth or dare. And then they say, truth, some people just aren't risk takers. That's okay. Leave a review about your linen spa product or dare. Now we're talking. We could tell you were a wild one. Post an online review with a twist by incorporating the name of your favorite TV show or movie. How cool is that? That's pretty cool. I like that. I love that because Amazon looks at reviews and they really, really value well-written, long reviews. So what they're doing here is they're asking people – to write a well thought out long review about their product. That's the other, awesome. thing, other thing they have is want to play another game. Would you rather save money on your next purchase uh, on your next linen spot order or save your receipt forever? Answer, save money, of course. All you have to do is register your product. So this is cool. They have like their little warranty registration. That's awesome. Right here. So they got a couple different calls to action. One, they're asking people to leave a review. Um, they're giving ways for people to get help from customer service if they need it. Apparently, they're Mountain Standard. Good for them. I'm in Colorado. <laughs> Mountain Standard. I wonder where they're based. I'm going to have to find them. Uh, Look at that. They're already doing their job. It's doing its job for you. Yeah. No, I, I, save, I save stuff like this because I, I, it's really clever. So whoever did this, they did a really good job on branding. The, the graphic design is very clean. It's, uh, you know exactly what you're looking for. It's not cluttered. It's not all over the place. Um, you know, this one's a little bit with tons of text all over the place. Right. Lots of, it's very cramped. Even Here's this a question. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe maybe it's a question of, I know what an insert, obviously, by definition, is something apart from the product itself. Is by definition, can you make a product insert 
itself asking for some sort of call to action as part of your product packaging? Is that by definition against Amazon's TOS or have you no. seen that done before? No. Um, I, Amazon would never, ever, 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 ever be able to enforce that because every single company has some sort of call to action, like not, not every single company, most should, if they don't, I mean, you should have calls to action. If you don't, it is like real estate that you are, you are letting weeds grow. And you're like, if you don't do it, you're, you're massively missing out. Like, um, like five guys, for example, like they're the sub, um, uh, not five guys, it's firehouse subs. Um, Firehouse Subs has on their receipt, you entered to win a $500 like gift card or like subs for life just by filling out a survey. And so that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. These are post-purchase calls to action. So think of it like that. It's, it could be in an insert. It could be in your packaging, um, whether or not you have an actual insert. I mean, you could just use your packaging. We're developing new packaging now because, um, we had some issues with Amazon shipping out used dirty products, which is disgusting. Um, and so what we want, like we need it. So it's a tear away packaging so that it's clear that it's open, but we're going to have the whole thing fold open so that our insert is going to be in the inside, all printed on, cool. on packaging. Um, awesome. the other reason, the other reason why we're doing this, is it's going to save us 80 cents every time we ship it because our products should fit in the small and light category, but Amazon's stupid and they're putting them in the large category, which costs 80 cents more per item to ship. Oh my God. I mean, things like that, obviously you have to be innovative, but it, why not use marketing to your advantage in that capacity as well? Right. Yeah. So, um, I've been wanting to do this for over three years now. My wife runs a business with me. She does logistics and, and product development and stuff. And, um, yeah, it took a lot for me to get her to do that. And finally, when, when Amazon screwed up and shipped out two dirty used products of ours, um, that really helped. Plus the fact that she, the inserts them or the packaging will cost us like 40 cents. And we have like a dollar 10 wiggle room. So we're going to be making money by right. getting better packaging. We're going to be getting it's all across the board, a better deal. So um, I need to find, where are they? And, and I'll reintroduce us while you look for that too. Um, thanks again for everyone for joining us live or if you're on our podcast of crossover commerce uh i'm ryan kramer i'm the affiliate marketing manager here at ping pong payments but we started this show to kind of level up everyone's knowledge in terms of you know e-commerce in general obviously right now we're talking amazon but uh across the board we're just trying to help people out in certain topics or areas that you might have heard of, like as a buzzword like in this case chatbots what is a chatbot kind of how can i take advantage of those kinds of you know, capacities and how is it, how is it affecting me as an Amazon seller? Um, but me, uh, as a host of this show, I do this with a lot of, you know, earlier this week, we were with PickFu that does AB testing. Paul Barron is our guest today. He is a head of chat marketing university seller for about five years or so on Amazon. Um, super unique background. If you didn't get a chance to hear that earlier, I, I, you know, highly suggest going back, listening to that. And then, uh, Paul's kind of taking us through ManyChat, the company that kind of one of the many companies that helps with chatbots, helping Amazon businesses grow and e-commerce businesses. So we're just kind of listening to his thoughts, his insights on how to get that uh, kind of get that going for your business.
Yep. And so what I'm going to be going through now are we were just talking about inserts and how you can generate uh, signups via your products just by doing some clever stuff with inserts. And I'm going to walk you through, this is a product registration for warranty flow. So um, I design everything. So this is a template that you, you'll, I'm going to be giving you um, at the end. So the way that I design stuff, first and foremost, is I have a very clear which step is what. So this is step one, step two, step three, four, five, so on and so forth. So if at any point you want to remove a step, for example, let's say that you don't sell in retail, you can just remove this step and skip on to the next step. Or let's say that you don't need to gather a mailing address or you don't care about getting a phone, a phone number, you can just skip that step and go on to the next one. So... Um, when you get this and you download it, you will need, again, you will need a pro account. And one of the reasons why you'll need a pro account is that we're saving this data to a Google sheet. So anytime we're gathering email, we're gathering the phone, we're getting the mailing address, we're saving all that over to a Google sheet so that we can use that for a different cross promote or like upload it to like, um, whatever your email marketing software you have. Uh, or if you're using a different SMS marketing software, you can use that. So it's pretty straightforward. Um, we templatize this. We say, again, like when you download this, you want to update this message to, you know, with your company information. So we say we stand by our products. We want to make sure you're 100% satisfied with your purchase. Our products are. So you want to talk about your products here. Our brand is talk about your products, your brand, your USP, unique selling proposition, why you're amazing. You know, do that in maybe one, two sentences. You don't want it to be a ton. Tap register product below or register, whatever you want. It. You can change this out. Um, so let's say you don't want it to be register product. Or let's say you say you sell mugs, uh, register mug or register whatever. You can just delete it to just register. Um, but I'm going to change it back to register product. We're tagging people that they click to register product. And then once they click that, they go on or tap that. Again, we're saying tap because people... 95, 90 to 95% of people that are going through this will be on their cell phones, their mobile phones. So they're tapping instead of clicking. So they tap that, that, that button goes on to the next step. And this is what it looks like here in messenger. So when I click register product, it's going on to the next step and it's going to be showing this typing here to make this process quicker and easier for you. We're using a combination of, so this is where you're going to change this on your, on your back end. So while that's typing, I'm going to show you what it looks like here in the admin view. So I say digital assistance. Um, this right here where we have chatbot name, um, that is called a custom field. And I set this up so that you can change these custom fields instead of having to go through and like find all this text and change it where, where we're using it throughout the flow. You would go to settings and then custom fields. And then bot fields, we have, so chat bot name right here. So this says professor bot. So it says, we see chat bot on the, on the admin side, on the customer size, it says professor bot. So if you wanted to change that, I could change this to, you know, doctor bot or say vet bot. If you, if you're in the, if you're in the veterinary space or chef bot, if you're in the cooking space, you get, you get my point. All right. Um, so we use these custom fields as much as we can just to make our life easier. Again, you want to customize this so that it fits. We do an email gathering template here. And again, all this is pre-built for you. So you don't have to do all the, all the hard heavy lifting. Um, what we're doing is we're doing a conditional check here 
to see if that email field has any value. And if it does, um, we say, hey, it looks like you already gave us your email in the past. If it doesn't, we say, well, let's start by getting your best email. Here we're checking to see, okay, is this email, so is that email, that field, right? So I'm going to click to edit. So this email that you gave us, we're using variable fields. So if, if you're familiar with this, we have first name, last name, full name, page ID, user, last seen, interaction. So we'll go to email, opted in email, email. Is that still the best address? So if they had given us their email in the past, is that still the best? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to my messenger here. Go on to that step. Tap, I got it. So it says, because I've gone through this before, obviously this is my bot. Is Paul B at the chatagency.com still the best email address? Yeah, it is. Or I could say, no, it's not. If I said, no, it's not, it would ask, okay, well, what's your email? Awesome, Paul. The, na- the email you entered is, so, okay, no worries. Type your email below. So I could type it. And what we're doing is we're saving this. When people give us their email, we're saving their email to the system field inside ManyChat so that we could use that to message them in the future if we want. This step, we're checking to see for uh, marketing messages. Can we opt them into marketing messages? They say yes or no. So you can see here, yes or no. If I want to um, opt into receiving marketing communications, discounts, etc., cetera, uh, we're tagging appropriately. Then we're going on to the next one, which is the email or the mailing address. And we're asking them for, you know, what's your, uh, what's your street address? Do you have like a unit number? Yes or no. If they say yes, it goes here. If it say no, then it goes on to city. What city do you live in? What state do you live in? What's your postal code? Then we check to make sure that this looks right. So I'm going to go through here. So you can see what that looks like on the customer end. Because it may look confusing here, right? You have all this stuff going on. Right. Um, but on the user end, it's very straightforward. I don't have an apartment number. I live in Loveland, Colorado. 80538 is my zip code. Does this, does this look right to you? One, two, three, anywhere street. Unit 25. No, I don't have a unit. And Paul, all this stuff obviously is just kind of a test. You know, what, where you're going through is it's it's all a test. Basically, you, you, you want to make sure that you try this out until you make it customer-facing. Obviously, you want to make sure every right. loop is closed. You don't want anything to like fall through the cracks. Clearly, um, it's it's all kind of a, a intricate web, if you will. If this right. then this, so I, I, obviously, I would suggest for anyone who's starting this for the first time, test something simple and build from it. Yep. You don't have to get as intricate as Paul, but at the end of the day, these aren't as intricate. Like you'll get used to these kinds of flows. You'll get used to asking. You know, at the end of the day, what do you want to gain from that customer? And then how do you work backwards from there? So I'm, I'm not sure if that's your process you typically work on, but. Yeah. Um, and the reason, the reason why it had unit 25 is because clearly I've gone through this before and I've added yeah. that data. <laughs> so um, that's why I was putting that in there. But it's, again, it's your customers. If they don't put anything in there, then it, it won't show up, obviously. Um, 
So we have same exact thing with phone, just like we did with email or gathering their phone number for texting SMS, um, asking if we can opt them into our SMS update list. Then we go on to which channel they purchase from. If they purchase on Amazon, so we have Amazon website or retail store. Again, let's say you want to edit this for you and let's say you don't sell in retail. You can, this. you can just take this whole thing and then delete it. And then it won't have this next branch that people can choose. So if they say, uh, you know, Amazon, for example. So I'll go to amazon.com. What's your order ID? So you ask the order ID. They give it. What we're doing is we're not doing any sort of validating here. What we're doing is we're just saving this because this is for warranty replacement. Um, the other flow that I have, we do do some validation where we actually check to see that that order exists. And that uses another tool called seller.tools. Um, from here on out, we go to our managed subscription, which is another flow in addition to this that you're getting, which basically we allow people to control um, what messages they receive from us, like everything, blog updates, everything but, but blogs, deal club alone only, et cetera, et cetera. Um, from there, we are then asking them permission to give us a one-time notification so that we can notify them whenever we have. And this goes back to you know Facebook's rules on, those, on the messaging best practices, that we want to make sure that we can actually uh, give people information only that they want when they want it. So that is one of the flows. Uh, the other one that you're going to be getting is... Uh, our freebie post-purchase, it's basically the exact same thing. But instead, what we're doing is we're allowing people to pick a freebie. Uh, steps uh, eight and nine is where we're giving, let's say the, the um, lead magnet is, you know, register your purchase for a free bag of um, gum or whatever. Let's say you're, you sell candy and you want to give away gum. You know, for a free bag of gum, register your purchase. And that's what this flow does. So... Um, just to be respectful of your time, I don't want to go through all of this, but it's basically follows the exact same thing. You know, you just do one, two, three, four, so on and so forth. And if you have questions, you can you can email me. So I'm going to pop back over into my presentation mode and then go through um, a couple of different things. Um, I did say that I was going to talk about the ref URLs because that's how people are getting into these flows, right? So we have going back into this cool little insert right where we have the truth or dare and then they say go to warranty so how i would set this up is inside many chat you would use the growth tool the ref url and the ref url is basically just a url that you could put in any insert that triggers automation so here's one that we have book a sales call um, this one goes into welcome to the chat agency we're looking forward to chatting with you in our initial call, yada, yada. So we say, here's the we what we want to do. I'm going to set up a new one. So I would click Messenger Ref URL. It sets a default message. I could replace this with one of my flows. So let's say we're doing a product registration flow, okay? So I'll, I'll do, I'll call this product registration rest. I'm going to replace this with our step one of product registration 
go back to the correct one. That's an old one. Select number one. And that's everything that we just went through. Right. So I can save this and I'll call this ping pong. To save this, that's a URL that I can put into say like bit.ly and it could be like bit.ly.com slash, um, you know, candy or, or whatever. Or if you have a Shopify website, you can set up a URL redirect, which is super simple, easy to do. And you can you redirect that URL like linenspa.com slash warranty. I could have that go to the many go to this. And when this gets right. up, it triggers that flow. So you see, I click the link, opens up Messenger, and does the flow that we just went through. So that's how the ref ref URLs work. So that's really all you need to get these set up and running. Um, this is just a test account for us. We have surprise we actually have subscribers, which is kind of funny because this is just where we do testing. <laughs> <laughs> they want to know if you're testing, or they want to know, you know. If they're missing anything out, this is where it's going to happen. This is where the right. magic happens, basically. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, there are a couple of rules and costs for sending broadcasts. I mentioned that earlier. And I also mentioned this. Your mindset going into this using Messenger should be to not annoy people. It should be that you want to send people information, what only the information that they want when they want it. And that should apply to email as well. Anytime you're proactive with sending anything to people, whether it's SMS, email, uh, messenger that should be your mindset um, the biggest thing too that you need to do is avoid like the plague violating facebook or amazon's terms of service now facebook has rules around broadcasting and in a nutshell like i said earlier you have 24 hours that you can broadcast a message to anyone who has interacted with your bot within the last 24 hours so again in the in the instance of saying doing like a product registration once they've done registering their product um, you could within 24 hours say, Hey, thanks for registering a product. We want to give you a discount on your next purchase, you know, tap the button, uh, to get your discount or something like that. <laughs> you can send that. But if it's, you know, two weeks later or even two days later, you can't do that. And the reason for that is that, um, Facebook is really combating spam. Um, when messenger first came out and opened up their API, they had these rules that people just weren't following and there was no enforcement. So, um, what they set up now is one-time notifications. Like I had showed you in our managed subscription portion where we say, you know, click that, tap the button below to get notified. You can set these up um, for any, any subject. So let's say you want to notify people when you're launching a new product and they want to be on your product launch list. They can tap that button. And um, basically it saves a token in their account for Facebook that then you, you can redeem when you send a broadcast. And again, these uh, you can use at any point in time outside of that 24-hour window. And the key here is that you have to be given explicit permission. So they're they're giving you explicit permission to contact them. There are four other use cases to broadcast, and I would recommend to not use these because we I did a thing for a client recently where she was running a webinar. She had a landing page that said, get alerted in Messenger before the webinar, get reminded in Messenger. And so we did this post uh, confirmed event update. Facebook has this tag that you can say, there's a confirmed event that people want to get notified of. And we could use that, that tag to on the message so that Facebook knows that this is about a confirmed event. And um, she got a notice that she was um, in risk of violating 
her terms uh, Facebook's terms of service because I don't even know why, but everything, every single thing that we did was by the book and Facebook is really just on the, on the war path now, you know, combating spam. And so that's why I say your mindset should be not to annoy, annoy people, because even if you follow Facebook's rules, you could still get in trouble. So go extra cautious, use one-time notifications all the time. And when in doubt, you can always do a sponsored message. You won't get, you shouldn't get in trouble for that. I have heard of people getting in trouble for that as well, but you can always use SMS, which is built into into messenger or many chat as well. So is there, is there like kind of a rule of thumb? Like, will people get dinged Amazon first or will they get dinged probably Facebook first? Like what's kind of the adage when using ManyChat? Is there one over the other? Yeah, um, who's more stringent on the kind of stuff? I would say both to be completely honest. I mean, that's where you need to make sure that you're following, you want, you know, the Amazon terms of service, but realistically with it being messenger and it being Facebook, you've really, really, really got to know um, that the information and the updates that you're sending are actually valuable to people that they've given you explicit permission to opt in. And that's really what it comes down to is really leveraging those one-time notifications. Uh, Cause they're really not that hard to set up. They're very easy. Um, it's just one extra step. And it basically shows Facebook that this person said they wanted you to contact them about this thing. And it could be anything because how you set up a one-time notification is, um, if I can go to my screen and go back to the, uh, that one. That one flow, yeah. Yeah, the one flow where we had the, let's go this way. Actually, we have the general flows as a managed subscription. So this where we say get notified blogs, et cetera, et cetera, uh, to set up a one-time notification. It's really simple. It's this button right here. Um, you have to be, you have to tick a box in your, in your messaging inside Facebook. There's walkthroughs on how to do that. It's super simple. If you click that button, it'll walk you through how to get that set up. But the topic can literally be anything. Um, I mean, video club alerts, everything about blogs, um, segmentation. I mean, I could even have like walruses. <laughs> I mean, you could, it could literally be anything, but the point is, is that the message that you send, if they, if you get this token, right, let's say they give you this token, um, they say, yes, notify me. It saves that as a token on their, on their user account. The message that you send has to match this, right? Again, it falls. The fallback is don't annoy people. If you're sending people messages out of the blue that they don't expect, they're going to report you to Facebook and you're going to get in trouble. Um, and that's really all it comes down to. So here are my contact details. You can email me paul at chatmarketinguniversity.com. Uh, the other, the agency that I run is called the chat agency and that's where we do these services for you. So if you are like, this is confusing. I don't want to learn. I just want to pay you <laughs> help. <laughs> An hour was not enough time, Paul. I need more. Right. Yeah. If you have questions, uh, feel free to reach out. If you go to that link, cmu.life slash ping pong, uh, you'll go into a, a flow where I'll be getting some details about you as a seller and showing you a little bit more, some tips and tricks that we do in chat. And then at the end of that flow, we'll deliver these templates, the one with the product registration for warranty and then the product registration for the freebie redemption thing. That's awesome. So, yeah, this and I, yeah, I went, I tried it last night and it works. Like I was playing around with it. So if you see half information I went through, 
that was me. That was All me. Right. <laughs> I apologize for that, but no. Uh, uh, yeah. And like Paul, what, what's kind of like, uh, you mentioned like there's so many other different things, um, I guess for your university, what, what are people gaining when they like join your group or, you know, trying to educate themselves more on this kind of stuff? Like what, what's a little bit more about your business in this capacity yeah. and how they can well, learn more? On yes, a like I said, I started um, Chat Marketing University. It was the name was Messenbot University, um, specifically because there wasn't really any training at the time. Um, when we launched, we were actually the first course on chatbots on the internet, and more specifically about Amazon sellers. Because my two business partners at the time were Amazon sellers, both seven figure, well over, well over the seven figure mark, and we were all using chatbots in our business. And we all had different things that we were doing. Like Ben was really good at launching products. He had this cool little funnel that he did. I was really good at getting reviews and building lists. So we just decided to partner up and just teach people how to do what we were doing. And um, over the over the years, I've just become like known as the chatbot guy in the Amazon space. And so inside the course, we teach people how to leverage chatbots and chat marketing to build lists so that they can launch products rank products, get reviews. And the big thing that I really focus on is a brand first approach. So like I said, I kind of beat that horse to death is don't annoy people, follow the rules, follow them. There's, there's no reason why I think if you have a solid brand that you need to be doing things like doing a giveaway campaign to gain rank. Um, exactly. You product and you have people that love your stuff and you tell those people, Hey, we're launching a product. You'll get sales. Oftentimes, you won't even need to do any sort of incentive. I mean, look at Apple. Like when they launch stuff, obviously Apple's a massive brand, but I love comparing myself to them because they started somewhere, started in a garage, um, you know, and they were obsessed with customers. They they are obsessed with product, and that's the way that I I think of branding and business. And the vehicle that I love to use is chat marketing, and so that's what I teach in in, in CMU. Um, the, the reason why I started the chat agency is because after all my speaking events, anytime I do a webinar like this, I get the two most common questions in addition to the course are, can I hire you for consulting or can I hire you just to do it for me? Um, so for the longest time, I would always tell people, no, they couldn't, they could hire me for consulting, but I'm really expensive and you probably don't want to because I'm super, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can, if you want, um, but you'll, you'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, but I honestly, I price myself out because I'm so busy. I don't, I don't want, I'll do consulting. I just price myself so high because I'm busy um, with my brands. And so we started the chat agency because um, I just couldn't tell people no, because there was a lot, I, I needed to stop telling people no, because there's so much bad advice out there. There's a lot of people that have taken my course or taken other courses, and then they're now teaching people, but they're not actually Amazon sellers. And so some of the things that they're teaching people is legitimately like going to put their accounts at risk. And I couldn't stand by and watch as that was going on. Right. So, cause you uh, can obviously help that. Right. Exactly. And again, the reason why I did this was I wanted to help people obviously I'm making money doing it. Like that's the best world, right? If you can, if you can help people and make money or you love what you're doing and you can make money at the same time, that's why I did it. So yeah, CM is all about um, best practices using chatbots. Um, as close to what we can following the terms of service, obviously Amazon's the final arbiter, but everything that we teach, um, 
we try to make sure that our students know um, the best routes. And if it's just a little bit too complicated or you just don't have time and you'd rather hire us, that's why we started the chat agency. 100%. Well, I think, I mean, there's so much more information I know we can dive into. And I know you're a busy guy, as you said. Um, if you are listening to this and you want to reach out to Paul or myself, and there's just a question or, uh, you know, a topic we didn't cover today, I know, you know, an hour is just not enough time to just go on all the possibilities of flows and trying to help your business grow in that capacity. Um, please reach out to us. Like this is a show that we want to bring on, you know, like-minded people where if this is a community that people are asking for, Hey, I want to grow my, you know, ranking. Uh, and I want to go not the traditional route or like do PPC. How, how else do I do that? Paul has those kinds of like answers and how to do that through Facebook messenger and other capacities. He's done it. He lives it. This is his livelihood as well. So, um, yeah, I, I think I uh, will wrap up um, with that. And I would love to have you on, obviously, uh, for future shows, just to kind of go over specific topics. I think we have a couple of things that we talked about uh, off camera in terms of like how we can help people use this as another branch of their marketing arm. Um, and they shouldn't be afraid of it. I think that's the number one key is this is supposed to help you. This is not to, you know, some black hat uh solution to get more sales or to get more branding or to get more information from people. This is something that is tried and true to help Amazon sellers grow their business and also utilize it because this is a, you know, a practice that is very well, what, what people are heard doing six, seven, eight figures a month or a year, this is what they're doing to, to gain that loyalty, that business, that branding and so on and so forth. So, but, uh, I don't know if there's anything else that you want you wanted to mention or leave us with Paul or did no, I say it all? Yeah, that's good. I mean, yeah, I mean, to reiterate, I mean, anything you do can be white or black hat. The choice is up to you. It's just, um, you know, make sure that you, for me, every day. <laughs> and so when I build a business, I want to build it with integrity and honesty. Um, I don't like cheaters. I've never liked cheaters. Um, uh, and so, you can build a business in the Amazon space without cheating. Um, Absolutely. You don't need to follow the, those shady tactics that a lot of, a lot of successful people you see are, are perpetrating because you just don't have to. I mean, yeah, there's I, the, 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 I think the time for that is coming to an end. I mean, there's the feds are indicting six or seven Amazon consultants for bribery um, because of doing black hat stuff. And yeah, um, I mean, there's lots of reasons. I, sorry, that's my high horse, but yeah. <laughs> that, that's another show we can talk oh, about. Yeah. Show. A whole other show. Uh, yeah. If you have questions, yeah, I'd love to help. Uh, you can join my Facebook group. Um, shoot me a message on, on messenger here and yeah, love to help. Absolutely. And yeah. And like I said, either reach out to Paul and myself, we would be more than happy to get in touch with, uh, Paul and vice versa. Um, obviously I'm Ryan, uh, with crossover commerce this is our show to kind of just bring more information to the world of e-commerce to light, uh, with people like Paul, Paul is an Amazon seller, a business person and not a college graduate. So anyone can do it, like I said, but, uh, Paul's a great person, human being as well. Uh, I would say follow him on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, all those different channels. Um, we thank you so much, Paul, uh, from chat marketing university. And, uh, until next time guys. Uh, stay safe out there, especially in this time, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Paul.